0: Hello, hello. Here I am, podcasting from my hammock next to my pool on Friday night. Sorry if you hear the waterfall from the pool in the background, but the two babies are asleep and I don't want to wake them up. So I have to podcast outside and I just got this new pool engine that runs like all night and I don't really know how to use it. So I have to talk to my pool guy and figure this thing out. Uh, First world problems. So, anyway, another first world problem is that I don't have a TGFBI anymore because we finished the draft today. Woo! Finally, uh, it kind of crawled these last few rounds here. And I left off in round 26 after I picked Dakota Hudson. So, I'm going to come back around. I don't remember how far I got describing round 26, but I'm just going to start at round 27, where Smith picked Stephen Kwan who I was actually hoping to get in round 27. Um, I was actually kind of back and forth with him on the guy I do get, which is Kyle Isbell. Spoiler, um, I wasn't really sure which one I wanted to go. I was actually starting to lean toward Quan because of the contact rate, and I was trying to figure out, okay, who's going to have the best opportunity to be playing and starting this year? It looks like Isbell will probably start this year. His competition is all various, and then Quan's competition might be like someone from the outside or Josh Naylor. So Quan uh, went first pick in round 27. Then Robert Suarez, Josh Stallmont, Carlos Hernandez, Jorge Mateo, Pierce Johnson, Tyler Wells, James Krenczak, Art Warren, and then I grabbed Kyle Isbell uh, to be my sixth outfielder and potentially fifth outfielder while Riley Green, if, you know, depending on if, if Riley Green starts in the majors or not. Uh, we just got that agreement, finally, between the MLB and MLBPA, and it looks like there's some incentive for teams to try to bring the best young guys up early because they might lose eligibility anyway. So there might be incentive for the Tigers to bring up Riley Green and Torque at the beginning of the year, uh, which is good for me. And the same thing with Bobby Witt for the Royals. So that's going to be good for my team. Um, and with that, you'll see how that affects my last few picks here. Uh, so we hit Sosa after his and Mondo Sosa, who I don't think will be starting. I think it's going to be done. Uh, Nick Martinez, Denelson Lumet, Reed Detmers, who I had on my list. He might have been who I picked next if he was available. Uh, I had Reed Detmers and Reaver Sang-Martin at the top of my pitching list. Next was Cole Calhoun, Carlos Estevez, Francisco Mejia, J.D. Davis, David Pralta, and then Salfino Finos me once again with Reaver as I was just about to pick him. And uh, so then I ended up grabbing Rich Hill, who had a pretty good year last year. He's like 42 now. And apparently he's from Boston, so he's pitching for the Red Sox this year. And I kind of picked him here as a handcuff uh, because he'll probably get hurt later in the year. And then there's the off chance. even though Kershaw just signed with the Dodgers, by the way. So Kershaw signed with the Dodgers. And so we know he's playing this year. So, you know, me getting Kershaw on the 12th, that's good news. We'll see how many innings he throws. But I feel like Hill, if Kershaw's out or Strasburg is out early, Rich Hill is like that handcuff where he, he's probably going to get hurt later, but I can start him now. Uh, and then after Rich Hill goes, we get 100 mile per hour, Mr. Uh, Mitch Keller, Bradley Zimmer, Jorge Alfaro, Christian Walker, Drew Steckenrider, Jeremy Pena, Seth Brown, Dominic Smith, Mike Miner. Now we're in the 29th round, Bobby Bradley, Bryson Stott, Kyle Bubich, Lily Calhoun, Nico Goodrum, Ryan Anderson. Mad Bum, Nick Senzel, Nate Pearson, and then I grab Hunter Green. He is on the 40-man for the Reds. The Reds have apparently looked to try to trade either Sonny Gray or Molly or one of their starters or Luis Castillo, which would open up a spot for Hunter Green to be on the big league roster. Uh, This is kind of a dart throw here where if Hunter Green is not on the big league roster and someone gets hurt, he's probably going to be my first drop or the next guy that I get. Um, so, I'm just hoping that maybe he gets the opportunity to play this year and we'll get that big old 100 mile per hour fastball. Um, how hard does he throw? I can't remember. Is he throwing like 102 or 103? Well, um, I got him and uh, I'm happy to have him. So, next goes Ryan Jeffers, Miles Michaels, Yadiel Hernandez, AJ Puck, Diego Castillo. And here we go into the final round Pete Fairbanks, Darren Ruff, Luke Weaver, Dane Dunning. Andres Munoz, and then I grabbed Alec Thomas, uh, who I really like here. I think he's got a good chance at getting a lot of playing time this year, and he's a nice, solid player. He's going to get average. He's going to get some steals. He's going to hit some homers. I like Alec Thomas a lot, and hopefully he gets up early or he starts the year on the Diamondbacks so that I can use him and I don't have to drop him if someone gets hurt. Uh, Next was Dylan Bundy, Matt Manning, Michael Pineda, Colin McHugh, Adrian Hauser, Tyler Beattie, Nick Solak, Paul DeYoung, and Zach Thompson. So, with the agreement, we're finally going to get some spring training games, see how things, some things play out. Some of these like guys at the end of the draft who I picked as, um, you know, I, I, like these rookies like Hunter Green, Alec Thomas, Kyle Isbell, we're going to see if they're starting. If they're starting and if they're playing and if they're in the majors, that's going to be good news. If someone gets hurt or I need a spot open – ...or something, then these are going to be the first guys that go from my team, unfortunately. And we'll see how that plays out. So I'm going to go through my final team, my final depth chart here. And then tomorrow I will be going into um, player profiles on my team... ...which I'm going to be posting on TGFB, or on uh, Friends with Fantasy Benefits. I'm going to be posting an article about my TGFBI team with player profiles... ...which I've also been posting on Twitter... And once I do that, I will also be uh, grading everybody's team. I'm gonna have to kind of spend some time here, looking at what everybody's depth chart looks like, so I can grade Azad teams. Um, so basically, I'll start with catcher on my depth chart here. I've got starting catcher number one, Sean Murphy, and starting catcher number two is Yadier Molina. And then I grabbed MJ Melendez here as my backup. So I'm expecting Melendez to be up. A- pretty early. He may also get third base eligibility, which would be an added bonus. So if Melendez is playing regularly, I'm definitely going to be swapping out Yachty for MJ Melendez. Or if Sean Murphy gets hurt or something. So Melendez here is kind of like my high upside play to the high floor, low upside plays of Molina. And, you know, Murphy might have a higher upside. He could hit like 25 homers. He's got the power to do it. Uh, It's just like being in Oakland, that kills him. So we'll see. But I like I like Murphy a lot if he was in a different place. But he should be hitting pretty high in the lineup too. And Molina is always solid for counting stats. Now, first base. I've got Paul Goldschmidt starting at first. Gotta love some Goldie. He's my number three range first baseman. Then I have Brandon Belt as my backup first baseman and my corner infielder. He's my starting corner infielder, and I don't have another CI. So if something happens to Belt. I'm going to have to drop someone and make a pickup because I don't have another CI. I was looking to try to get like Haseon Kim at one point just for that position flexibility because he can play middle, second, and third. Uh, I really wanted him for like that spot that I drafted DD in. Um, but that didn't happen. Shortstop. I've got four shortstop eligible players. I have Bobby Witt Jr. who hopefully will be starting the season and will be my starting shortstop. I've got Willie Danes who will hopefully, because Bobby Witt will be starting the season, be my middle infielder. And then I have Chris Taylor, who's my starting second baseman and, um, my only second baseman. So Chris Taylor's kind of stuck there, but if I do, if, you know, I make a drop later add a second baseman and I can move Chris Taylor around really like I talked about in my earlier pods, I was hoping to get Gorman to be my second baseman as soon as months was gone. So that when he came up, I could move Chris Taylor around wherever I needed him and put stick Gorman a second, but that didn't happen. So, um, I do have Chris Taylor with shortstop eligibility, and then I've got Didi. So Didi is kind of like my emergency in case Bobby Witt doesn't play, unless like Bobby Witt is like starting in AAA, then I can put a Dame's at shortstop and Didi at middle infielder. Um, I can't trade in this league. I wish I could, or else I would trade Day Didi once Witt is up, but I can't trade. So DD um, if he doesn't start hot. And if he's not on, you know, like maybe the Yankees trade for him, he's going to be worth a lot. Uh, But if he doesn't start hot and Bobby Witt's up and everyone's looking healthy, then he is a droppable candidate. He's someone that may get dropped for a fab player, uh, depending on what happens with my other rookies. Then I've got Nolan Arenado at third. He's my only third baseman. So hopefully Nolan stays healthy. Hopefully Chris Taylor stays healthy. Or else I might have some problems. And hopefully Brandon Belt stays healthy. That's a big if. Uh, (laughs) And then, like I said, I've got a Dames in middle. So let me get into outfield now. Oh, and I've got my number one pick, Shohei Otani, stuck in in my utility spot. I mean, he's going to be doing a lot of good things from there. So really, I love my infield. with Murphy Molina, that's a solid 1-2 catcher there. Even though I waited pretty late, I'm happy with that. And then the upside play of Melendez. I, I really like my catching group. And then I've got Goldie, Chris Taylor, Bobby Witt, uh, Dames in middle, and Arenado. Arenado at third and belts at corner. Like, my infield's awesome. Like I, I think I've got the easily the best infield in this league. Now my outfield, I sacrificed the outfield for the infield and for pitching. But I do have Otani at UTIL. And, like, if you, if you put Otani into an outfield spot, if somehow he got outfield eligibility, then my outfield would look great. But because he's stuck at UTIL, it, like, makes my outfield look pretty bad. So that has to be taken into consideration how good my infield is, and then I've got a at utility when looking at my outfield. So my outfield is Soler, Joe Adele, who has a ton of high... who has high upside. Soler has high upside. Fifty, He's hit 50 homers before. Uh, Kyle Lewis has high upside. Riley Green has high upside. And then Lorenzo Cain has upside of 25 to 30 steals with solid other stats. So I like my outfield. Then I even have, like, some nice backups here. I've got... Kyle Isbell is a backup, who I like Isbell a lot. Like he could go twenty twenty. He has the skills to go twenty twenty. Let's see if he gets the playing time and let's see if he gets the rabbit luck to make that happen. And I've got Alec Thomas, who, like I said earlier, I really like Alec Thomas. If the Diamondbacks start him, he go 15-15 or twenty twenty this year too, like Isbell. So I really like my outfield, even though like all these guys are drafted late. It has a lot of high upside. A lot could go wrong, too, but I have some padding in case that happens. And I can always spend some foul money there. Um, now, let's get into my starting pitching. I've got Walker Buehler as my ace. Alec Minot is my number two. Shane Boz is my number three. And I've got Kershaw as my number four. And he just signed with the Dodgers, so that means Kershaw is going to be playing this year. And also, the Dodgers paid him more, I think, than what they would have given him in a qualifying offer. So that means Kershaw must be looking pretty healthy. So this is going to be a steal here. Kershaw's a number four starter. I've got Adam Wainwright as my number five. Steven Strasburg as my number six. Possible another steal here uh, if he's healthy. And then I've got, as like my fail-safe for Strasburg, I've got Dakota Hudson, who is going to at least, he won't give me strikeouts, but at least he's going to not hurt me, and he's going to give me a good ERA and win. Um, so I like And probably wins, too. So I like Dakota Hudson. I've got Rich Hill also as a handcuff to Strasburg or Kershaw. So I have really nice starting pitching here. Um, With Dakota Hudson and Rich Hill as like backups, I'm probably going to be starting seven starters and two relievers. So Dakota Hudson or Rich Hill will probably start. And then I have on my bench starting Hunter Green, who could come up some point early if the Reds make a trade. And then also I have Shohei Otani as a potential pitching option. And Kate, what if, like, for instance, I could always put Didi at Util if I need pitching and then move Otani to pitcher. So I have that option. So Didi might not get wasted even if, like, I have no injuries at short or if Witt starts the season. So I have some flexibility here I'm going to be playing around with. Um, Otani does have some flexibility. Can't forget that, even though I was just complaining that he's not an outfielder. And then I I do think Otani, I think he was like one game short of getting that outfield eligibility, which sucks. And then my closers, I love, I've got Classe and Trinan. I think with Trinan, with the Dodgers signing Kershaw and now going after Freddie Freeman, I don't see any way they're going to be spending money on Jansen. Trinan's going to be the closer there. That's awesome. Love Classe and Trinan. And then I've got Anthony Bender as my third reliever uh, in case he gets the closing job from the Marlins. If not, He's droppable for someone who does get a closing job. Like, there are some guys, I'm not going to say it in here, there are some guys who could be closers that are on FAB right now, and I'm not going to say anything on here because I don't want these guys who are listening to this in my league trying to tip me off, they're trying to steal my guys because I know some of the guys in the league are going to listen to this. Uh, that's my roster and next time you hear from me, I'm going to do a player profile round by round from my draft of each of these guys, just ranking why I picked this guy, did I get sniped on someone, uh, kind of recapping the draft, and then also relaying some of the F scores. I'm not going to go like completely just recap everything, but I'm going to get into some stuff that I didn't talk about uh, on decision-making and F scores and how I do my rankings and select my guys. That I didn't get into in the other podcast about TGFBI so far. And I will also be grading the other teams. So we will be getting to that tomorrow, which for you will be in five seconds. Laid up. I am back in the saddle again. And uh, here we are to start giving out the grades. Now, I'm going to be grading based on best team to worst team via my own calculations and I would be a very poor fantasy baseball analyst host etc if I didn't have my own team number one so I have my own team number one with a total grade of a B plus and the way that I'm gonna go about each team is I have an infield grade an outfield grade a starting pitcher grade a relief pitcher grade, a total grade, and then I'm going to go through the best value on each team, the best sleeper on each team, the best breakout on each team, and the biggest bust of each team. And I'm going to go basically from who I have ranked as the best team to the worst team and TGFBI League 10. And sorry to anyone who disagrees, I'm sure everyone thinks that their team is the best team. And I... Don't blame you. You should think that your team is the best team. So if you're hearing this and you're like, yo, Kanak or Ace Ball or whatever you want to call me, Timmy Boy, you're loco. My team is numero uno. Your team is number 10. I don't know if anyone's ever seen Operation Dumbo Drop. I'm number one. You're number 10. But uh, classic shitty 90s movie. (laughs) <laughs> All right. So, obviously, like I said, I've got my team number one, and I'm still giving myself a B plus Because like I said on Twitter, I'm like that asshole TA who can't give anybody an A in a really hard class. Um, maybe it's the former teacher in me, but that's how I roll. So a deal. Uh, I have my team with a total grade of a B plus. My infield grade for myself is an A-, my outfield grade for myself is a C+. My starting pitcher grade is an A-, and my relief pitcher grade is an A-. My best value that I feel that I have on my team is Adam Wainwright in round 14. My best sleeper is MJ Melendez in round 24. My best breakout is Joe Adele in round 15. And my biggest potential boss is Steven Strasburg in round Seventeen. My number two ranking team is Fish, who I gave a B-plus to also. And I gave Fish a B for an infield grade, an A-minus for an outfield grade, an A-minus for a starting pitcher grade, and a C-minus for a relief pitcher grade. The best value that I feel he has on his team is George Springer, round five. Best sleeper, Anthony Rendon. Round nine. Best breakout, Ha Young Kim, round twenty two. Biggest bust, Trevor Story, round two. The third best team that I believe is in League Ten of TGFBI is Salfino's team with a B minus infield grade, an A minus outfield grade, a B minus starting pitcher grade, and an A minus relief pitcher grade. With a total grade for a B plus. Those are my only three B pluses, by the way. My team, Fish and Salfino, because uh, Salfino and Fish ended up stealing a lot of my guys that I was hoping to get. That's probably why I have them similarly ranked to me. Uh, you have to remember my grades are based on my F scores. So the t- the guy the the teams that pick the guys that I like are the ones that I'm going to grade higher. If you didn't pick guys I like and you pick guys you like, hey, maybe you're better at this than me. Or maybe those teams are better at this than me, but this is the way that my rankings read. So Salfino, number three. Best value, Max Monti. you snide me. Best sleeper, Reaver San Martin, round twenty-eight, you snide me. Best breakout, say Suzuki, round twelve. You snide me. And biggest bust, Miles Straw, round nine. That's like the one dude on your team that you drafted that I had like way down. I know you're going for steals there, but I don't like rabbits. So good luck with straw, but I think he's in boss, bro. Okay, number four ranked team is Dewhurst. Got Dewhurst with an infield grade of A-, minus, outfield grade of B, starting pitcher grade of B, relief pitcher grade of C, and a total grade of B. The best value I have is Jack Flaherty in round 9. Best sleeper, Mike Moustakis in round 24. Best breakout, J-Rod, round 20. Biggest bust, Josh Rojas, round 16. Team number 5, I've got Ariel Cohen. My secondary nemesis to Salfino here. My nice nemesis. And Salfino is my, uh, he's the Red Sox to my Yankees the Cubs to my Cardinals. Cohen is the Reds to my Cardinals. (laughs) Uh, All right. you have a C-plus in infield grade. I gave you a B-plus in outfield, B-minus starting pitchers, and an A, straight A, and relief pitchers for a total grade of a B. Your best value is Zach Wheeler in round two. That's a the way, the, the way he dropped to you in round two, that's pretty sick. Uh, best sleeper, honestly, I couldn't find one. No offense, but um, you didn't go very risky on your team, which I guess fits your MO. Best breakout, Bailey Ober, round 17. Biggest bust, and I started to pile on, but it's Ahmed, Ahmed Rosario in round nine. Sorry, it's way too high for him. Uh, next team, number six, number six for you gringos out there, is Smith with a uh, infield grade of B+, plus, an outfield grade of C-, minus, a starting pitcher grade of B+, plus, a relief pitcher grade of A-, minus, and a total grade of B. By the way, Duris, Cohen, Smith, you guys are all Bs. I've got One, two, three, four, five total Bs. So I got three B-pluses and five Bs. So those basically make up the top half of the league. So, yeah, Smith, B-plus starting pitcher. A-minus relief pitcher. B is your total grade. And uh, you've got your best value is Carlos Rodon in round 10, which now that he's with the Giants is just sick value. Like, when you're drafting, you didn't know that. But, like, that ended up being your best pick. Uh, Best sleeper, Max Kepler. Round 19, best breakout steven Kwan. Round 27, I really want a Kwan, bro. And biggest bust JT Real Moto round three. I really liked this Salvi pick. There is really fun to see you go catcher catcher in two or three, but I feel like you could have probably got Real Moto in round four. Like you probably could have gone to Tese Salvi, gotten someone really nice at round three, maybe a starter, and then still gotten Real Moto in round four. I think you could have done that. I might be wrong, but you would have at least gotten Will Smith around four and still gotten your catcher-catcher thing down. My thoughts. My two cents. Next is Blake Moore. Also a B overall grade. Got a C in the infield. B plus on the outfield. B minus in starting pitchers. A minus in relief pitcher. And your team number seven in my ranks. Best value, Mitch Hanniger, round nine. Best sleeper, Luis Patino, round 19. Best breakout, Shea McClanahan, round seven. Biggest bust, Jazz Chisholm, round six. Team number eight, I've got Macy with a B. This is the last B. And Macy, you got a C in the infield. B plus in the outfield. B, starting pitcher grade, and B, relief pitcher grade. Your best value is Nelson Cruz in round 13. I would have picked him probably in round 12 had I not been blocking my util spot with Otani. Best sleeper, Zach Plesak, round 22. Best breakout, Tanner Hawk, round 14. Biggest bust, Zach Gallant, round 9. And now we have, sorry if I... Pronounce your name wrong, by the way. I'm not the best at that. Uh, we have our number nine team, Wisn- Wisniewski. Did I do that right? <laughs> uh, Wisniewski. You can grill me on Twitter if I got that wrong. Polka Pat, infield grade, you got a C. Outfield grade, B+. plus. Starting pitcher grade, B-. minus. Release pitcher grade, B+. And total grade B minus. I have five more B minuses here. So I've got three B pluses, five Bs, five B minuses, one C plus, and one C. Your best value is Matt Chapman in round 13. Best sleeper, Andrew Haney, round 21. Best breakout, Tyler Stevenson, round 11. And biggest bust, Michael Kopic, round 12. Wheeler, Drew, I got you at number 10. Even though I think you ranked number one via TGF, NFPC's yeah, NFBC's draft ranker thingy, um, I don't necessarily agree with their assessment. <laughs> uh, so, Drew, uh, you got an infield grade of a C-, outfield grade of a B, starting pitcher grade, B+, relief pitcher grade, B-, and a total grade of a B-. minus. Best value, I think, was Justin Verlander in round 8. Best sleeper, John Means in round 15. Best breakout, I did not have one for you. I went through all your players, and you got pretty much solid values around in your draft. But I did not see one that I think is going to really break out. Sorry about that. Um, biggest bust at Alberto Mondesi. I am not a Mondesi guy, but you got him in round five. It could work out. If it does, good on you. But I don't see it happening. All right, number eleven, Schwartz and Bach, B minus total grade. We've got a B in the infield, a B minus in the outfield, B plus starting pitchers. D-plus relief pitchers. Your best value is Adam Duval in round 18. Best sleeper, Clint Frazier in round 23. Best breakout, Reed Detmers in round 27. And biggest bust, Wander Franco in round 4. Now, when I call Wander a bust, I don't think he's going to suck, but I don't think he's going to put up the homers and steals and runs and RBI of someone who should be going around four. I think in the future when I see Wanderers, like a round six to eight guy. So that's why I got him a bus here. Team Numero, I can't remember my Spanish. I speak Spanglish all the time. and live in Miami. Is it Once Doce? Diaz, Once Doce, I don't know. I've had some vodka tonight. I can't remember Mi Espanol. I'm thinking in English, guys. Alrighty, Keller, number twelve. Infield grade B. Outfield grade A minus. Have a sick offense, like really good. But I do not like yo pitching. Sorry. Give you a C plus on your starters and an F on your relievers. So there's a chance none of those guys are closers. You're gonna be playing waiver wire. Got a B minus total grade. Your best value, I think, with Marcelo Azuna in round 13. Best sleeper, J.D. Davis at round 28. Best breakout, Kyle Schwarber, round 8. Biggest bust, Camilo Doval, du- round 11. I don't think Doval's going to close. If he does, I'm an idiot. But I think McGee and Rodgers are going to get a fair amount of saves. Okay. Uh, team number 13, Kamlowski. You got a B minus total grade. You're the last of the B minuses. You give your infield a C, your outfield a B, plus. your starting pitchers a C, plus, and your relievers a B. Your best value, I think, is Mike Clev. Your best sleeper, Nolan Gorman, in round 25. Clevenger, you got in round 14. Best breakout, Jared Klenick, round 9. Biggest bust, Eloy Jimenez. Round six. And team fourteen is Ricotta. I gave you a C plus on your overall grade. I have your infield with a C minus, your outfield with a B plus, your starting pitchers with a C minus, and your relief pitchers with a B. Your best value is Liam Hendricks in round three. Your best sleeper was Andrew McCutcheon, round twenty one. Best breakout, Art Warren, round 27. Biggest bust, Tim Anderson, round 2. I don't like Tim Anderson. He's like a the 15th best shortstop for me. And you pick him in the second round. And that hurt you a lot in my estimations of ranking your team. Last but not least is Gibson with a C on the overall grade. I gave your infield grade an A, which I think I've only gave out two straight A's out of all my position rankings in this entire draft. I gave your infield an A, and I gave Ariel Cohen's relief pitchers an A. That's it. Those are the only two A's I gave. The problem is that the rest of your team I'm not a fan of. Love the infield. Your outfield, I give a C-, minus, your starting pitchers, I give a C-, minus. And your relief pitchers, I gave you an F. Comes out to a total grade of a C. Your best value is Pablo Lopez in round 10. Best sleeper with Mike Yastrzemski, round 20. Best breakout, Drew Rasmussen, round 21. Biggest bust, Adolis Garcia, round 13. So those are my grades of League 10, FBI. Feel free to bitch at me that I didn't give you a high enough grade or throw me hearts and emoji kisses that you love where I ranked you. I know I ranked myself number one. If I didn't, that means I, I suck at what I do. So I've got to rank myself number one. And I love my team on top of it. I'm a big fan of it. I don't know if anyone else is, but um, holla at your boy when you listen to this, if you're in my league. And you enjoyed my pods about League 10, I try my best to talk about everybody's team a little bit and not to just stick on my own team. But at the same time, I'm trying to give some thought process in my drafting so that maybe someone can take something away from it. Um, I have companion articles on Friends with Fantasy Benefits that goes with these pods. If you're interested in the F scores in my thought process and how I drafted such a baller-ass team. I recommend checking out my articles on Friends with Fantasy Benefits. Uh, check it out. Let me know. Let Justin know I'm doing a good job so that uh, he promotes me. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if he has rankings, actually, at Friends with Fantasy Benefits. But uh, I'm I'm, gu- I'm gunning for... Uh, I'm gunning for co-host. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, uh, thanks for listening. I really appreciate it to everyone in my league, League Ten. I'm looking forward to a very competitive season. As you can see, I have everyone very close between like 13 of the 15 teams. I have between a B minus and a B plus. And to watch, Gibson's going to blow us away. The guy I ranked last is going to just destroy us all. So what the hell do I know? <laughs> we're all you know, we're all we're all good at what we do. So um, thank you guys. It was a fun draft. I really enjoyed drafting with all of you. And um, hopefully, you know, I've made some friendships with some of you along the way. I've liked chatting with a bunch of you guys. And uh, I'm looking forward to a very fun season. And then anyone not in the league, please follow our league as we play this year. League 10. We're the best league because we have Ariel. We have me. We have Fish, who's like a... NFBC Super Champion. We got Salfino. He's been writing tops cards for 150 years. Uh, I think he wrote Babe Ruth's card back in 1915. So um, (laughs) check us check us out uh, on League Ten. We're pretty sick league. Um, Follow us as we go through the season. I think we're fun. I think I'm fun. So <laughs> uh, listen, to our, listen to my pods and uh, follow us as we play and check us out on Friends with Fantasy Benefits and wherever everybody else writes. We got some pitcherless guys in here. We got some uh, guys who do their own thing. We got you know, uh, people who, who write for The Athletic. We've got Ariel so, and his pod. So we've got a lot of good people in this league. And hopefully we can make the rounds. Maybe we can do some pods together, guys, as we go through the league. And I think we will have some fun. And also, anyone else who's listening, like I said, thank you for listening. Please shout me out on Twitter. I am trying to um, get the F scores out there. It's a new thing this year. This is the first year of the F scores, 2022 the year the course, So if this is helping you with your drafting, or it's a nice tool that you like, and it can help you in any way, which is why I made it, then please shout me out. Follow me on Twitter at fantasy ace ball. My name is Tim Kanak. You can find me on there. And thank you uh, for any props because I do spend a lot of time on this. And I appreciate anyone who uh can follow me out or shout me out thank you guys later